Welcome back to Beyond Strength and Endurance Podcast. I am the head coach of BSE, Kyle Holman. Uh, today we're diving into another mindset episode and you know talking specifically about uh, negative self-talk. Uh, I mean, we we talk to ourselves uh, more than anybody else talks to us in our entire lives, and especially in something with training and nutrition, where there's you know aesthetic things of how we look or uh, certain weights we're trying to reach, whether that be you know our body weight um, through nutrition or um, you know the PRs and stuff that you get, it's it's so easy to you know compare that to others and therefore you know start to beat ourselves up um, with stuff like that. So um, you know I say it to people like if your mindset is on failure, then it, that's probably what's going to happen. So we're going to dive into several different things here. Um, you know when you're starting something new and uh, when adjustments need to be made and and that comparison game that I mentioned and then you know, kind of be realistic about those improvements and how you can kind of change the inner dialogue within yourself um, to have a a better success rate. Starting something new. I mean, look, when you're you're doing something you haven't done yet, uh, whether that be, you know, joining a new gym or um, trying a new uh, training cycle or or new new ways uh, in your nutrition or, you know, different ways you're going to go about that. It inevitably a lot of times means there's probably been other things that you've tried that haven't worked, and uh, failure in anything can really, you know, it it uh, can hurt your confidence uh, because you've tried things before and and they didn't work. And um, you know, I've talked about another episode of of diving down this rabbit hole of of the why behind the what. So um, you know, when you've had these things in the past that didn't work, you know, really diving into you know what occurred there. Um, as opposed to just blankly saying, well, whatever, I tried this macros plan, it didn't work. So clearly macros don't work. Well, that might not necessarily be the case. Uh, there could have been a lot of things into that. But um, you know, you got to think about when you're starting something new, if you don't try this new thing, then there is definitely no chance of change ever occurring. So ask yourself the question, what is worse? You know, the fear of the unknown of this new thing or the hopeless feeling of being stuck? So you know, something new is inevitably, it's the unknown that can start to have all types of thoughts and negative self-talk creep into your mind of, well, what if this isn't the thing that's going to work for me? Or um, I've tried so many things and it hasn't worked. So what's the point of starting something new? I mean, there's gonna be so much chatter when it comes to that. But I just challenge you to shift your mindset to, um, you know, what if it does work? Uh, The exciting possibilities of that this will be the thing that um, you know gets you being consistent in the gym and your training, or um, consistently you know being conscious of your food and tracking that and stuff like that. So um, once again, I've talked about it in another episode, but what ifs don't always have to be about the past. That's typically how we think about it. Of um, well, what if I would have done this? Where would I be today? Um, we'll shift that mindset to what if today I start this new thing? Where could I be? Um, so that's a tough mindset shift, but. Um, inevitably we're going to start a lot of new things in life, whether it's learning a new skill or, um, starting a new training plan, new nutrition, stuff like that. Um, it could, you know, a new career, there's all kinds of new things, new starts that we have all the time. Um, but if you can shift that mindset to the positive aspects of what could happen if you do this and you might find some things that just didn't work for you, but at least you know that now that that, that necessarily doesn't work for me. It might work for somebody else, but now you can at least find your path of what, is going to work for you. So um, shift that mindset to the possibilities that could occur uh, when you start this new thing.
making adjustments. I mean, look, uh, with anything in life, but especially training nutrition, very rarely do we just kind of set a plan and play and it, it just went off flawlessly, right? I mean, life is always going to happen. Um, it's funny, I've, I've talked about it, I think, in a blog that on one end, I get it. I mean, I've definitely had a, a ton of stuff pop up in my life that was unexpected and um, that can be frustrating. But it's over time, I shifted that mindset. Well, like, you know, life is always going to happen. So you shouldn't be too surprised uh, when it does, whether it's a, a change in work schedule or, or an injury that occurred or, um, you know, some new sport or activity that your child wants to do. And now the schedule is going to shift and things like that. I mean, fill in the blank with any situation. Um, you know, a lot of times in this situation, that negative self-talk is going to be, oh, oh man, well, let me, you know, this situation changed. So let me just get my bearings. Let me give myself a little bit of time to, you know, for everything to kind of settle down and then I'll get back to this. Um, it's going to be a hamster wheel. Uh, you take some time off from, you know, really tracking your macros or training. And then you're just constantly starting back at day one. Uh, because you're letting things get in the way. And and I've mentioned before, like, are there certain things that are going to pop up in your life um, that make, you know, staying consistent uh, with your training nutrition a lot more difficult? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of things that could happen in life. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that you either make an adjustment and, uh, you know, continue to to go forward or, you know, you, you let that serve as an excuse of, of why you had to stop. So, you know, remember when you started, uh, you had to overcome a lot of things. Um, I mean, this doesn't have to be about training nutrition, uh, but you need to pull from those successes in the past that uh, there were any number of things that popped up in your life, but you you made it through, right? Um, I mean, I've said it before, it's, it's much easier to keep going than it is to start over again. Uh, because that constantly starting back at that starting line over and over and over again, it just makes you feel like you're never going to finish the race where uh, no matter what happens in that race uh, that you're on, if you can just find a way uh, to grind through it and keep going and, and find a way to keep being consistent with those things in the midst of uh, things that pop up, then, you know, I promise you, you'll get to uh, where you want to be much faster as opposed to, you know, something pops up, then we take time off, then we're starting back over and we get momentum going again, something else pops up and we just keep doing this over and over and over again. So, um, you know, take those as challenges. It's very, it's a very hard thing to do. I totally get it. Um, I've had some, uh, you know, you, you live life long enough and there's going to be some, some rough things that pop up and, and it's difficult, but, um, shift that mindset to, you know, the, the feeling you're going to have of if you face that head on and still found a way to move forward, man, that adds so much confidence for more and more things. And the more you can do this, the more you can meet challenges make adjustments and keep moving forward. The more you do that over time, the easier it's going to become. And if a harder challenge comes, you have that confidence that you've overcome it before. But the only way to do that is to meet the challenge and find a way to overcome it and continue to meet that challenge and find a way to overcome it. And it is a very hard thing to do, um, but shift that negative self-talk and uh, from, you know, here we go again, basically to, you know, no, this is, I'm going to accept this challenge and find a way to overcome it so that I can know moving forward that I can continue to do this no matter what challenges pop up. The best way to ruin something is to compare it to something else. Um, I'll use a funny example, but in college, I uh, played college sports and uh, I had a bunch of buddies that did as well. And um, I remember um, I reached a huge uh, goal in my life of back squatting 500. And I always tell the story that literally about 10 minutes later, 
uh, a buddy of mine who uh, was just a monster uh, squatted 600 for eight. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I joked with him. I was like, thanks, man. Uh, I felt I felt pretty good about myself for about 10 minutes. And then he just shattered that. Um, but that's, look, I mean, there's always going to be somebody stronger. There's always going to be somebody more fit um, or whatever. Uh, has more money, a better job, if you look at it that way. Um, the comparison game will just absolutely destroy you if you let it. And, you know, I said it before, like, the easiest things are the hardest things. You'll hear it all the time that the only competition is the person staring back at you in the mirror. But you have to embrace that. It is all about you becoming the best version of yourself compared to previous versions of yourself. It has nothing to do with anybody else, the weights anybody else is lifting, how anybody else looks, the success anybody else has. That has nothing to do with your personal success unless you let it. Um, So it's all about just being better than you were yesterday and do something every day uh, to do that. And it's going to take, you know, it's really hard. I mean, especially in the world of social media, you're going to see lots of people accomplish a lot of things and that can be very easy to compare yourself to. Um, but look, I mean, a lot of times people are showing their highlight reel on social media. They're not going to talk about the setbacks or the tough times. Some people will do, and that's inspiring to people and that's great. But, um, people like to put on this facade or this persona of probably maybe where they would want to be or how they want to think about things. And so they project that in social media, but that doesn't mean that's where they're at. Um, and you just have no idea of other people's situations and things like that. So it's even as a business owner, if you're own a gym and you're looking at another gym and thinking, Oh man, they said they have this many members. We only have this many. Well, you just have no idea what that situation is, how long they've been around. What, you know, are there other gyms around? I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on and you will drive yourself crazy. Uh, just constantly looking at you know, whatever people that you perceive or, or businesses that you perceive are in a better position than you are. And that's just constantly beating yourself up. So, you know, look at your business, look at your PRs, look at you in the mirror. And that should be the only thing that you are basing off of, you know, your successes and or setbacks and whatnot are, am I doing things to, to be a better version of myself uh, on the daily? Um, and look, we all have setbacks. There's times where we'll reach a point maybe where we're like, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've taken a step back. I'm, I'm not the best version of myself right now, but that's, that's life. And so don't get hung up in the comparison game. Uh, it's you versus you and totally, and just you need to fully embrace that um, to really limit that negative self-talk that can happen in your head from comparing uh, whatever it is you're looking at to other things. Your rate of improvement. This can be a very challenging one um, with the whole negative self-talk thing. Uh, I've mentioned it in other episodes that, I mean, look, when you first start uh, lifting or you first start getting control of your nutrition, a lot of times those gains are going to come very steadily and very quickly. Um, I've seen it before um, and, and made the joke, but I mean, look, I mean, the first time you back squatted the bar, I mean, that was a PR. And then inevitably in that single training session, you probably added weight 10 times and all 10 of those were PRs. And then, uh, you know, you're, you're new to this. You haven't lifted. So you'll, you'll come in the next week and back squat again, let's say, and you could do more weight. And, I mean, I've seen people early on hit, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 pound PRs. But you have to understand that, you know, when you, for example, when you first started lifting that barbell, that wasn't a true PR for you. You can do more than that. Um, but the higher you get, and strength and, and or the lower you get in body fat percentage, let's say, or 
the higher your fitness uh, becomes, those gains are going to be much tougher to come by. Um, I've used it in other episodes, but man, like I always use Olympic athletes because they train for four years uh, sometimes to get one inch um, on a long jump or a, a hundredth of a second faster in a hundred meter. Four years for that. Um, and there's going to be times where those athletes train and didn't get that PR. So that was a lot of work to not get a PR, but you have to keep that all in perspective. And you have to understand that, as I mentioned before in this episode, like life is going to happen, setbacks occur. You got to be able to give yourself some grace and and know that you can't just constantly PR. Um, that's just not how it works. So it might not be that some you know huge undertaking needs to take uh, take place. It might be some small adjustment that you can make um, to continue those improvements. But um, plateaus and things like that and lifting are a part of it. You you lift consistently enough enough for long enough, and you know those setbacks and and um, stagnations are going to occur in your PRs. So. But this is the the battle, right? I just talked about you know comparing yourself you to you and um, being the best version of yourself. So it's very easy that if you put in a ton of work and didn't get a PR, to let that chatter in your head just start to get after you, and that you know you're you're getting weaker or things aren't going well, and you know you got to be able to just sit there and take that setback or take that disappointment, evaluate it, and move forward. And a lot of times. I'll see it, especially in CrossFit when, man, you know, there's any number of things that uh, we, we're, we're working at, right? Um, I'll see somebody, you know, not hit a back squat PR, but it's because they've really been focusing on um, their pull-ups or, or snatch, let's say. And so those things have improved a ton. But just the fact that we didn't get a PR in back squat now is like, well, I'm absolutely terrible at everything. <laughs> um, and I mean, this comes from I've been there. I mean, it's, it's so difficult to let that uh, dialogue in our head uh, go unchecked, but when it comes to your improvements, um, you know if you don't hit uh, what you were looking to hit, you know evaluate it. Um, you know take some time. I know there might be some emotions or uh, get a little upset about it, but it's just that. Take a moment, regroup, and get back to work. Journaling. You hear this quite a bit, whether it's in business or in training or whatnot. Um, and if you can really embrace it, it's a powerful thing because. I've done this so many times myself that when I start, it's one thing to kind of have this inner dialogue in your head, right? That we all have. And it's easy as we have a thought or allow ourselves to say some things to ourselves and, and move past it, that it's almost like we kind of don't really um, fully see the impact that that's having. When you write words down on paper and then, uh, and be, you know, be honest, if it's, if you're not going to be honest with yourself about what you're really thinking when you're journaling, then this is going to be a tough to overcome anyway. But if you are truly honest with yourself and you are writing down these thoughts in your head on paper, I challenge you to read that back to yourself. And now when you read it back, read it back again, but now think that you are telling your best friend this, your your significant other this, your child this. If you were reading this to them about them, man, I've done that. And it's like, wow, I'm kind of an asshole. <laughs> I mean, uh, that might sound harsh, but it is. I mean, when you when you are reading back, um, and it's even more powerful if you read it aloud, uh, you don't have to be reading it aloud to anybody. Uh, you can read it out loud just to yourself. But when you hear how those words are coming off, they're harsh. And if we continue, I mean, think about that. If you continue to, you know, be an asshole, basically, to somebody else, how's that going to make them feel? And 
that's what we do to ourselves a lot of times without knowing that we are just being so, so hard on ourselves and constantly filling, um, you know, our minds with negativity about ourselves. And if you do that long enough, if you let that go unchecked long enough, man, your self-esteem goes down, your confidence goes down. You, you just, you start to get in these lulls of, of feeling really shitty about yourself. And then we start to kind of get the victim mentality of, you know, well, it's my circumstances or this just wasn't meant for me or, and it's just so easy to go down that rabbit hole of negativity. And so I challenge yourself to journal. Um, when I first started doing it, um, and I'll go through phases with it. Um, when I really feel like there's some things I need to work out within myself, that's when I'll get back to it. So, um, to be honest, I probably, it's probably something I should do more consistently, but it's going to feel weird at first. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not an overly emotional guy a lot of the times. And so it can feel weird to like put your feelings out on paper, but I promise you if you embrace it and really start being honest about, you know, what you are saying to yourself and writing that down and, and saying it out loud as if you were saying it to somebody that you care about deeply. Um, because it's funny when we put in that light, right? Like we would not say these things to someone that we care about deeply, but what does that say about how we care about ourselves and our own well-being, or our own well-being to ourselves? So, uh, journaling can be powerful. I um, mean, you can use voice memos too. Um, that can be. I've found that to be beneficial. Of you know, speaking into a voice memo and then playing that back to yourself. Because once again, it's almost like someone's talking to you now. And man, I've heard myself talking to myself, and I'm like, "Geez, man, take it easy." <laughs> um, it isn't. You know, I make light of this. I'm not making light of this, but I, you know humor is something in my life that helps me get through things. And, um, so, Hey, it's, you know, it's okay to kind of laugh about it at first. Like, wow, I'm really being an asshole to myself, but, you know, dive into that and find ways to, um, keep that negative self dialogue in check and change that around with positive things. Uh, David Goggins in his book, uh, used the kind of mental imagery of a cookie jar. So when, uh, big successes happen in your life or positive things happen, it's almost like you, you put that in a cookie and put it in the cookie jar. So if you're really struggling with things, uh, you're having a bad day or a tough stretch, pull one of those cookies out. Um, and that's where journaling can help because you can go back and, you know, it's not all negativity that you're putting out on paper. It's positive things too. You should be so that you can go back and look, well, oh man, I did accomplish that and I did do that. And these things are going better and um, whatnot. So um, journaling can be powerful if you embrace it. Uh, might feel funny at first, but it is a very, very good thing to uh, get used to doing to really control that dialogue that's going on in your head.